Digital Marketing Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Bob Gentle and every week I'm joined by creators, consultants and practitioners who share what makes their business work. Whether you run your own business or you're just thinking of stepping out on your own for the first time, you're in the right place. If you're new to the show, then welcome along. Just take a second right now to subscribe in your podcast player. That way you don't miss new weekly episodes and you can dig into some older ones when you finish this one. If it's your first time joining us for the show, then you'll probably want to join our Facebook group. Just visit the shortcut URL amplifyme.fm forward slash insiders and you'll be taken right there. This week, my guest is Kake Ho, all the way from Colombia. Kake wanted to build a business he could scale with his girlfriend and Kappa99 was born. And I'm not going to give too much away because he really has an interesting story. So, welcome along. And let's meet Kaki. So this week on the podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Kaki. Kaki runs a business called Kappa 99. Kaki, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, and the kind of work you do? Sure thing. Uh, so my name is Kaki. I'm in Colombia, and the work that we do at Kappa 99 is basically uh, we are any business or agency owner. Uh, team of graphic designers for just one monthly fee so basically it's like Netflix of graphic design you just uh, can request as many projects as you want for one low monthly fee and you don't have to hire anyone just just buy the subscription so that's basically what we do and how long have you been running that business now uh, that would be from uh, December 2015 uh, at the time my my then girlfriend now wife was uh, was and is a graphic designer uh she was out of a job i think and i was running my restaurant with my dad and and but by that time i i i was reading this book which was was called uh, the seven day startup and basically uh, the writer of the book had a business which was uh, unlimited support for wordpress and then uh, I had this idea to do the same for graphic design at the time. That was very novel. Nobody had do it, done it before. And I, 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 I talked with my now wife and, and started the business right then and there, basically. I think you're right. I think back then that was quite a novel thing to do. I think now there are a few other people doing similar things in a fairly high profile way. But in 2015, that was brand new. You said your girlfriend then now, now wife was a graphic designer is she still involved in the business yes uh she's our operations manager and she's still uh involved in the in the business with me so we run it together so 2015 that's a few years ago now so that's a fairly mature business in terms of the space you occupy how many clients do you typically work with at one time now uh, it can go from more than 50 at any time. Uh, so that really depends as, as there are clients coming and clients going. Some people uh, might not need the service for two months and then come back for two months again. And that really depends because, for example, the, the, the great thing with our service is that they can request unlimited graphics. And some people like uh, need uh, social media graphics and what they do is they... Uh, organize all the graphics that they will need for social media in the next three months and then they can actually do it in one month and so they use the service for one month and then uh, come back in three months again and do the same so that really depends uh yeah that's actually very flexible 
I think I'd like to get into the way you deliver the service a little bit later on, but I'm still curious to maybe dig into the backstory a little bit because you said you were working in your father's restaurant. So you don't come from a business background as such. That's quite a brave thing to start a business like this. Uh, or have I misunderstood things a little bit? Well, to be honest with you, I would say uh, that I had I, I started the restaurant with my dad. I was uh, he was running the kitchen. I uh. was running the the restaurant. Uh, so uh, before that, I was a professional poker player, and before that, there's not no no job history. So basically, that's has been my life. So I I was a professional poker player. I pretty much started playing at 16, I think, and played through probably six years or so. So at 22, 23 or something like that, I started the restaurant and then uh, and then Kappa 99. So that's basically my story. And 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 yeah, I think I have never had a job per se that, that I, I have <laughs> never worked to end for anybody else. So I have been pretty much a self-started since the beginning. That gives a lot a lot more context. That makes much more sense. So I have to ask about the professional poker player. I think a lot of people have a fantasy of themselves being a professional poker player. I can't count for toffee. So I, I can't imagine how I would ever be a professional poker player. But how how do you just decide I'm going to be a professional poker player? How does that happen? So at the time, uh, I was very young when I, I, I learned about poker. I was around 16, I think. And before that, I was trying to make some money online, like at 15 or 14, maybe even at 13. I, I had a small blog and people were buying like uh, text-linked ads from me. Uh, I'm not even sure if you remember these or are you aware of this company. Uh, they basically paid you for a link to their website. So that's, I was making like maybe 15, uh, sorry, $50, maybe even $100 per month uh, on, on any good month when I was around 14 or 15. And then I had a friend uh, who has just won a, a poker tournament. I was like, uh, I don't know, that's gambling, uh, might not be my thing. And then and then he, he kept at it and then he kept winning. And I was like, uh, I'm not making so much money with my blog now. Maybe I should try something else. And then I maybe deposited like fifty dollars, and I was uh, my 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 friend was explaining to me pretty much uh, the game, and then I got so deep into the game that I actually think that I became pretty good at it. Uh, I think people has a misconception that poker is about math, and while it has some aspect or or, or math uh, component, I wouldn't say that it, it, it's pretty much it's not much about math. It's more about uh, like uh, understanding people and people uh, and the people people uh, play the, the way people play and then by understanding that you can kind of figure out what type of uh, hand that person can have in certain situations and based on that then you can just make your decision so in a way is about logic more than math yeah that makes sense I still think poker for me would be a, a dangerous route to go down <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you can run out of money very quickly that way. Yeah, there, um, there are there clearly are ways. You must have been quite good at it. Yeah, th there are ways, and 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 most professional poker players have like some rules about bankroll management and all those stuff. You actually learn a lot about business and about yourself by playing poker because it has it is a game that requires a lot of uh, self control. If you lose control, and in many in many ways you you will go, uh, you will you will not win. So uh, 
Yeah, I, I I played online, which is a bit different than live games. You can uh, play a lot many a lot many hands in in in, a, in an online setting. Uh, there were some legal issues in the U.S. Uh, where it was uh, the biggest market for poker, and then pretty much I I quit after that. Uh, the games were not as good and it, it wasn't worth it anymore for me. And then uh, I was already running my my restaurant with my dad and then uh, I started Kappa 99 to, to which to be honest with you were very humble beginnings I think we had our first client after two months uh, we didn't spend any money on ads or anything like that uh, we just built a website like a very very bare bones website it was just a landing page uh, all you can do was I think uh, buy the service uh, with a PayPal button and it took us almost two months I think to get the first client uh, it was just basically uh, finding people on Facebook groups uh, reddit and stuff like that and and then after that we got our first client and and it's it we never stopped since then and so at what point was it with Kappa 99 that you realized okay we actually have a business now because the first client yeah I guess the kind of price point you're at it it's not it's not a low cost it's affordable for what you're giving but you have to cover a lot of costs with that as well so at what point um, how many months in or years in did you look at this and go hey this is actually really good yeah that is really good questions because i don't really remember the time that i that i realized that this is a real real thing but it might have been the first time when we feel between my wife and i that thought okay we need to find someone to help us because this is just too much work for you and I so that might have been maybe at the 10 month mark uh, it wasn't like a, like an overnight success where you just uh, launch the website and everyone is coming to buy your service it wasn't quite like that it was more like a progressive thing where people uh, were uh, recommending their friends and then friends of friends and then it just uh, started to happen organically and then we started to need more people and then more people and then when when the time came and we could afford to buy ads and, and add some marketing on paid marketing on the mix, uh, we started to grow more and I would say it would be around the 10 month mark to the, to the one year mark and I'm not completely sure about the, the time but it was around then. And adding that first designer or was it a designer or was it yes it was it was a designer the first hire and how many obviously 10 months 2015 that's what four years ago in those four years how many designers are you up to now we have around a team of 30 designers right now and we started with just my wife uh she Hmm. still designs some but not much uh most of her job is to make sure that this the thing runs uh, nicely. Which kind of leads me on to my next question because, well, maybe before I go there, tell me a little bit about where your designers are because I can't imagine that you have them all in a studio somewhere. No. So all our designers work remotely from their home. Uh, that's that's one big advantage I think and that's that's how I like working because when I was a poker player I could work from anywhere I actually did that I traveled a bunch 
I have been to many places thanks to being remote independent. Uh, yeah, I can be working from anywhere pretty much. So uh, I would li I, I I like it the idea of being capable of starting a business that allowed me and my employees to work from anywhere. I thought that was a big 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 advantage. So uh, all our graphic designers are in Latin America in different countries like Colombia, and uh, yeah. So basically, everyone works from home. That's that's the bottom line. And the the, the obvious question for me there is having had remote staff some some people are great at it and some people are terrible and then in between there are a lot of people that sometimes they're great sometimes they're bad but a lot of the time they can actually be quite dishonest now i'm not saying every remote worker is dishonest not by any means but how do you maintain control or discipline or oversight okay uh so that that is a very interesting question so uh from the very beginning we have uh set systems in place to make sure that the work gets done and if it doesn't it will very be very obvious that uh it wasn't done so basically um what you have to do uh you cannot just be behind your workers even if they're in your office right so what you do is instead of uh, you you send them the task you tell them i need this by then and the task should be delivered by then. It doesn't matter to you if they do it from their uh, bedroom or from their office. It is pretty much the same, right? So uh, they might might take breaks in their at their home. They might take breaks in the office. I think I think it is maybe a, a generation generational thing, where for my generation it might be more more common uh, to work from home because. Uh, at least for me, I have been uh, attached to a computer pretty much from age 7 or 11, or sorry, or 8, from age 7 to 8. I had a computer at my home, I had internet access, which was like dial-up, um, not very good, but still internet. Uh, so I think, because I have only worked remote besides the restaurant, I, I know that I can trust people, and, and actually people... Uh, feel that because they're working remotely, they have to be more, uh, well, if you find the right people anyway, they have to be more responsible because there's not much one-to-one uh, -one contact in, like in the office you would find. Yeah, I think as well, because what you're doing is very visual, it's very obvious if it's done or not. Whereas if, it, if, if you're coming from the software or the web development perspective, sometimes it's far more subjective as to whether something's been done well or not. Uh, yes, because you're just looking at a pile of code. Yes, especially so, yeah. if you are not aware of, of of the code or if you don't know much about uh, programming. Uh, yeah, to be honest, that would be much harder. And I think uh, you definitely want to find like someone very capable as well as someone very very honest in that case. But I think that that applies to to any profession, whether it is remote or not. Uh, you need to find someone that's very professional as well as honest and that's why uh, before we hire anyone what we do is like uh, a test in terms of not even like a skill test but more about a, like a personality test to see if they're the right fit for the company and what kind of personality test do you use is it something you've produced yourself or is it yes we actually hired thing? yeah we actually hire a psychologist to work with us uh, he's our uh, HR manager 
and basically he he pretty much vets anyone that will come to work with us and the pro process is basically just that uh, they they get a test from him and and the test is designed to make sure that our employees actually share the same values that we share as a company that's a really good idea some people may not think so I do. yeah i think when <laughs> you're when you are working in a remote setting uh you have to have uh, some ways to make sure that the people that work with you, even though they're very far from you or they might be just next door, even then you want to work with people that share the same values that you do because whenever a, an issue might arise, uh, you both will be on the same page, which I think is very important. Yeah, I agree. I think I'd like to look at your customers a little bit now. I'm curious to know Obviously, it's very easy to say, well, every business could come and use Kappa 99 because we do design, we take that pressure away. But you'll know yourself who's most successful when they work with you. Right. Um, what, what does your ideal customer look like? So we have two ideal customers. The first one is just a marketing manager that's just handling too much. And, and it is the marketing manager for a small business that might even be the owner. But they had they require graphics or marketing assets like pliers and stuff like this for social media, and they just don't have just enough time. And and with us they can free up so much time. The other business that uh, really like working with us are agencies, which basically uh, they don't have to go through through the hiring process of graphic designers, hiring in-house, outsourcing. All of that can be a little bit. Uh, just too much and especially if you want to hire uh, uh, remote workers uh, if you don't have a process like we have in place to to vet people uh, it can happen sometimes that people just go uh, they start the, the, the task and then they leave and so that's that's one thing that I have heard so so many times like I heard someone they they didn't finish the project uh, they were tired of my revisions they were uh, charging more per revision stuff like this so so our promise is basically uh, we want to give people uh, whatever they want in terms of graphic design so we will work over any task until they are completely happy and our graphic designers understand that because our mission is to save people time money and especially frustration because that's what we have we have found what people want so uh, to jump a bit about uh, what I think in business, I think in business you just have to give people what they want because they are deciding with their money whether your service or or your product is something uh, worth paying for. And I guess a question I have around how an agency might work with you. One of the things that I assume can be problematic is consistency because you have 30 designers. They all have a slightly different aesthetic. How do you manage sort of visual consistency across multiple projects with a client? That, that is a very good question. And I think that's something that we we have, uh, we, we even thought about this from the very beginning. Uh, if you go and find like unlimited graphic design on Google, you will find like many services. It, the thing has, has gone uh, crazy. There, there are many, many, many services now. And what they do, 
which I think is very different than what we do and what I would say is, is what set us apart is we don't actually provide you a graphic designer, which is what most services do. Uh, for example, uh, if you buy our subscription, you won't get access to one graphic designer, you get access to all graphic designers. Uh, what we do instead is we assign you project managers who has the task of finding the best designer for the task that you need. So for example, if you're going with a logo, we'll find you a logo designer. But to jump back to your uh, consistency questions, I think that that also also the task of the project manager. The project manager will get to know what you like, your brand, and all of that. So uh, the project manager will work with the graphic designer to make sure that it is on brand, as well as there, there are also uh, brand guidelines and stuff like this that, that always help, even though you might be working at a different uh, with a different design or a graf different graphic designer. Uh, there are always brand guidelines that, that will help, but for the most part, I think, and what is most important is that we assign you project managers that will get to know your brand deeply and, and make sure that everything is on par. And, and one of the reasons that we offer a free 15-day trial is because of that, because we think that in order to be able to be a service of, of uh, uh, the, uh, an useful service for businesses, and agencies is to get to know uh, the way uh, people communicate and the way that people uh, want their designs to be and that takes a bit of time we understand that it, it's very 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 hard to just get a graphic design just right on the first try or to get communication just right on the first try so that's an uh, like it, it is like a relationship you, you just don't go and and date some person for one date and now you marry that person like you get to know each other and then you marry that person so that's why we offer free trial and, and that's the way we think about graphic design should be in terms of of how to communicate it is a relationship that is always evolving I, I really like that because I have spoken to people who offer similar services over the last couple of years and you're absolutely right it is you tend to work with a very small team of designers or a single designer the guy who's designing your business cards is not going to be the best guy for designing logos. Yes. Um, and it's not going to be the best guy for social media graphics. So having that project manager who knows you intimately and knows the designers intimately, that does sound like a much, much better solution. I really like that. Yeah, and I think that's that's what set us apart because most people just pretty basically if you if you if you see it from from like a different point of view what other people are doing is basically solving the issue of having to hire like a graphic designer because they just go ahead and give you one and if you don't like that one they will change it <coughs> so they're basically solving the issue of hiring that one but they're not solving the issue of how to get the graphics design that you want every time how to how to make sure that everything is on brand and all of that so we are actually trying to solve that problem as well. So do you have any really good success stories about maybe how people's businesses have been transformed through partnership with, with your company? It's best possibly putting you on the spot a little bit, but I think sometimes it's far easier to illustrate a point with a story. Right, okay, so we have, we have many clients that have more than four years, yeah, wait, so yeah, more than three years and a half with us around that time. So even they might be um, like small businesses or medium-sized businesses, 
I'm very happy that they have stayed for so long because that means that we are currently and actually providing so much value that they can live without us. So if, if some businesses have grown like many, many, many times, like from what they started with, uh, there's this example, uh, Sweet, Sweetfish Media. Uh, they're an agency that produces B2B podcasts. Um, I love them. Uh, they are one of the, our first clients. And I think when James started, which is the founder, uh, he was like himself. I think that he has grown to be like more than a million dollar company. Uh, he has interviewed people like Gary Vee and stuff like that. I think um, not many people are in the space that he is. Uh, he works with very, very big brands and, and we love working with him. So uh, that's 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 a great story. But for the most part, uh, I think... Uh, what what make us feel uh, the most uh, sense of accomplishment would be uh, the fact that many clients have stayed with us for so long because they use our service every single day. Every single day they submit new tasks and and I I, I got to tell you there there hasn't been a day uh, f uh, from the day that we got our first client where we didn't like there hasn't been a day we don't, where we don't have work. Every day we have some work to do every day yeah i think the longevity of your clients really is the best evidence really that it may not be for everybody but it's definitely right for a lot of people yes um, and and that's something very important the service is not for everyone so for example if you are uh we have we have uh we have had clients that are corporate clients and they use the service not for their uh their marketing per se, but they use it for their internal marketing. So what these corporate clients do is, for example, they are like HR for a big company and they need to send like nice uh, flyers or uh, stuff like that to their uh, to their employees and they hire us to do that. So yeah, the service is not for everyone, but if it is for you, we will make sure that you actually get the value that you're seeking with us. If you're willing to work with us for the first 15 days and beyond, then we will make sure that we get to know your brand and all of that, which I think is very important because I, I have, like, for example, we are not for the impatient client. We have had clients that get one design and they might not even like that and then they just go away. Like, for example, if you're not willing to work towards getting to know the style and the way that you communicate with us, then it doesn't make sense because it, it has to be that way for us. We have to get to know you. We have to understand uh, what it is actually that you want. If we cannot do that or if you don't have the time to invest in that relationship, it's going to be very hard. But at the same time, I think it's going to be very, very hard to find like a magician that can just uh, read your mind and give you the design that you want in just one try in, in, in two hours, you know. I think you're in the personal taste business. And if somebody doesn't like what they see first time round, that's part of a tuning in process for a designer that you need. You need that negative reaction in order to orientate and find out what the customer really likes. Correct. Yes. Uh, and, and some customers just find that really hard to understand. Yes, and, and that's the customer that is usually frustrated, frustrated, and they don't even know how to fix it. I think what they have to fix is just their, their patience. Uh, with, with that, they might find uh, the designer that they need. Of course, we're not asking for a three-month uh, uh, period to understand 
what you need for just one project. Instead, what we uh, say is that, okay, this project didn't came just as you like, but we will work on it. And by working on it, we will actually get to know you better. And by knowing you better, the next projects will come better. So just investing the time on this one project will save you time on the next projects. But if you go from designer to designer or from agency to agency or from, I don't know, uh, whatever, you just will find that you will never find someone you love working with unless you find like a magician that can actually read your mind. Yeah, sadly, there's not very many of those and those that there are are generally faking it. I think what I'd be really interested, I can hear what's working well. Um, mm -hmm. And I think the business model is for the right customer, it's brilliant. But four years in, 30 staff, I'm really curious to know now what's what's difficult for you? Where do you where do you find the challenges are at the moment? Sure, there are always growing pains uh, in terms of um, the more we want to grow, uh, the harder it is to grow. Uh, it is not the opposite, like a software company where the more people have using your service, uh, you can easily scale because it's just software. But to, in our case, it's just not like that because you have to add uh, like middle management, uh, you have to figure out how to handle all these new tasks because one client is just not just one client, it is many new tasks and that requires more manpower. So uh, growing is actually a difficult thing to do because unlike software, you need actual people to uh, run the service. So I would say that's something that we have found hard. Uh, we always find ways to, to for example, streamline uh, processes. Uh, we don't have our own software at the moment. Uh, we are currently working on that, which will uh, help us a lot. Uh, but we have built some internal tools uh, that uh, have that help our project managers to identify what what is a priority and how to help our customers faster. I think that that that's one of the things that we started to notice that our uh, the the time that we were taking to uh, actually serve the client was getting bigger because. The more clients we have, the more work we do, and the less time we have to, to all do all the work. So we have found ways in, in software to solve that. Uh, I think it is not enough. We are still currently finding ways to improve, as well as finding more people to work with us. Uh, for the most part, I think uh, that's, that's the biggest challenge for sure. Mm. Now, one thing I really have to ask about is... On the homepage of your website, there's a little video of John Lee Dumas telling everyone how wonderful you are. I have to ask, what what did you do for him? Okay, so that's 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 a good story. Uh, the way that we got to work with John Lee was when we started the service, pretty much around the four to five month mark. I reached out to John and I said, "Hey, I want, uh, I would love to to have you try my service." I think the reason that I did that was because I saw him also in uh, also provide like a testimonial for uh, WBP Curve, which was uh, the service that was on the book. So I said, "Okay, maybe I can get like a testimonial from John." And John told us, "Okay, I can give you a testimonial." but only if I try the service for six months. So it took us six months of, of hard work to actually get a testimonial from him, which I think is completely fair because he has a large audience and a lot of people know him. So him actually 
put his name behind a brand, he actually has to make sure that the service is, is actually a good service. So we worked with him and, and his wife for six months, and, and then he provided the, the, the review and the testimonial. I think with somebody like John Lee Dumas, and for anybody listening who doesn't know who John Lee Dumas is, just Google biggest podcaster on the planet and you'll come <laughs> up with John Lee Dumas. Uh, he's a very big deal and he would not put his name to something that he didn't genuinely value. I, I know that for a fact. So but yeah, that's, that says a lot. Yeah, and, and, and if you are like a small brand just starting up, like committing six months of work uh, to this person that you might not even be sure if they like the service and they might not even provide a testimonial because they don't have to, only if they like the service. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I was very clear about that with him and, and he was very clear about that with me, which I think I, I really appreciate. Uh, if he didn't like the service, he of course wouldn't provide like a testimonial and, and that's completely fair. And, and we actually committed to work with him for that period of time. It was like, <laughs> imagine just asking for a testimonial and then just, you get asked, okay, but I have to try it for six months. It is a really long period of time, especially when you're starting out, but we committed to it and I'm happy that he liked the service. Well, I really like your business model. I think there are lots of ways that you can go as, as a graphic designer. You can really go the, the boutique, high-end quality, intimate relationship route. And yeah, there are ways you can scale that. The route that you've taken is another one equally valid and delivering a ridiculously powerful service for the right kind of customer. So yeah, I, I really, really admire what you've done. I admire your business and yeah, well done. Thank you. I really appreciate your kind words. Kaki, we've probably used enough of your time today. Do, if people want to connect with you, how would you like them to do that? Okay, so they can always reach me on the live chat and, and I love to say this because most people just hate to talk about, around live chat. But they can, if they have a questions on the service, they can reach me at on the live chat and I will answer very, very fast. But they can also reach me via email, which is kake at kappa99.com. I'm happy to talk about anything regarding business or anything else, or it can just be to say hi. Maybe like a poker player is listening and they want to start a business, they can reach <laughs> me. <laughs> okay, and anybody listening, 15 day free trial, what's not to love? Yes, yes, I, I am very bad at promoting myself and, and my service, but thank you for that. They can <laughs> try the service for free for 15 <laughs> days, and if they don't like it, uh, they can just cancel. We don't bill anyone until they actually start uh, after the 15-day trial, so you don't have to pay it on, on those free, free fit, first 15 days. Now, that is actually very novel. I think I know nobody else is doing that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, a way for us to signal that we are in this in the, for the long haul. So, if, for example, if you want to just take advantage of the free trial, okay, you might, but you will have to go ahead and find another designer for your next project. But we are in this for the long haul, which means that if if giving you away free 15 days of work uh, will will help us get to know each other better, then we will put that amount of time up front, just like we did with John. And that's a very big commitment. 15 days of money is it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Because you still have to pay people. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And they get to use the service as if they were paying already. So, Kaki, thank you very much for your time today. You've been a great guest. I've really enjoyed speaking to you. I know we tried to do this once before and we had such a bad internet connection we had to give up. So thanks for your patience. Thanks for sticking with it. It's great to meet you properly. 
Awesome, really, really, really honored to be with you here today and thank you so much for having me. Kappa 99 and the all-you-can-eat graphic design business model isn't for everyone. Pakake's business is thriving and there's a lesson there for those that want to listen. There are lots of ways to grow any business and Kake chose not to grow his the same way as everyone else. Before I go, just a quick reminder to subscribe and if you haven't, again, join our Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes or just visit amplifyme.fm forward slash insiders. If you're a regular listener, then I'd love you to connect with me on social media. Follow me on Instagram or Twitter where I'm at Bob Gentle and if you do, then message me so I can follow you back. If you enjoyed the show, then I would love you to review on iTunes. It would mean a lot to me and it's the very best way to help me reach more subscribers. My name's Bob Gentle. Thanks to Kaki for giving us his time this week and to you for listening. See you next time.